24-7. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dean Lane coming up. It's finally primary election day in Maryland. What to expect? I'm Kate Ryan. An update to a deadly weekend double shooting. Now someone's in custody. I'm Liz Anderson. Also on WTOP this early morning. D.C.'s police chief answers questions about the deadly off-duty police-involved shooting at the wharf. I'm Valerie Bonk. At 60 years old, this commuter route's getting some work done. I'm Neil Augenstein. Wall Street opens on a down note at the closing bell Monday. The Dow was off 262, 216 points. That would be good morning, 4 o'clock. Welcome into WTLP. Glad you're with us. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. You think it's hot in the U.S.? Well, yes, it is, and much of it, especially in the midsection. But listen to this about Western Europe from Mike Bettis at the Weather Channel. Warm southerly air rolls in here. Spain, France, Italy, the U.K. Some of these temperatures could eclipse all-time record highs. We'll do 105 in Paris, 101 in London, less than a degree away from the all-time record high in the U.K. All these dry, hot conditions also fueling massive wildfires continent-wide. Now to Uvalde, Texas. After that state legislative report putting out, putting a lot of general blame for everything that went wrong as 19 children and two teachers were being massacred by a gunman in an elementary school. We have a lot to say. At a special school board meeting Monday night, parents demanded accountability, including the resignation of the superintendent and a new police force. You need to clean house. You need to start from zero. Rachel Martinez has four children in the district. Like other parents at the meeting, she says she's ready to keep her kids out of school this fall unless there are changes. My daughter Layla is so terrified of the thought of having to return to school in just a few short weeks that she comes to tears. Lilia Luciano, CBS News, Uvalde, Texas. His name is Elisha Dickin. He is 22. He lives some 45 miles away from Greenwood, Indiana. But he was there on Sunday at a shopping mall when a gunman opened fire, killing three people. Dickin was armed, too, and fired at the shooter, killing him. This young man, Greenwood's good, good Samaritan, acted within seconds stopping the shooter and saving countless lives. Greenwood Mayor Mark Myers. Jury selection has started in the criminal contempt trial of one-time Trump White House strategist Steve Bannon for not showing up when the Congressional Committee investigating January 6th sent him a subpoena. Bannon was in court, showed up there. I think we'd have been more productive if we'd been on Capitol Hill in front of open mics addressing the nation with exactly all this nonsense, this show trial they've been putting up on uh, on Capitol Hill. The jury could be selected today. Meantime, the committee holds another public hearing on Thursday. It has a demand out to the Secret Service for January 5th and 6th text messages. The Secret Service says have been lost. The committee wants them unlost by today. Thinking of buying a car? The government says the price of new vehicles is up 11% from a year ago. Used car prices are 7% higher. With rising interest rates, some people are facing auto loan payments nearly as much as the their monthly mortgage payments. Correspondent Jim Crisula waves way too high in Hawaii. This is CBS News. Imagine a world without breast cancer. If we could raise one more dollar, take one more step, share one more story, think of the impact we could make. That's the power we have when we come together as one for the Susan G. Komen DMV Tri-State More Than Pink Walk on Sunday, September 18. For our mothers, sisters, friends, and co-workers, whether you're at home or together with your community, let's make 2022 Count. The power of one starts with you. For more information, visit comandcwalk.org today. WTOP at 403. 
Good Tuesday morning, July 19th, 2022. Mostly sunny, hot, very humid today. Isolated afternoon thunderstorm possible. Grab that umbrella high of 95 today. 75, you're waking up to in our nation's capital now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we head into this Tuesday together. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP this morning. Voters have a lot of choices to make in today's, this Tuesday's, July 19th Maryland primary. And candidates in tight races are especially eager, as you might imagine, to see which way the votes go. A number of Maryland's political races are wide open and very close, according to polls. Familiar faces will be gone in the governor's, attorney general's, and comptroller's races since incumbents are either term-limited, like Governor Larry Hogan, or leaving to run for other offices like Peter Francho, who's running for governor after serving as comptroller. The voters are casting ballots for members of Congress, legislators in the Maryland State House, county executives, county council members, and their local school boards. Unofficial results from early voting and primary day get counted tonight with the final canvas of mail-in ballots on July 29th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.05. This Tuesday morning, we turn now to an update this early hour to a deadly shooting locally in Alexandria that we've been telling you about here on TOP about since it happened this past weekend. A suspect is in custody. Alexandria police say that person was arrested on charges unrelated to Saturday morning's double shooting. Two landscapers were killed. It all started with a call to police to check out a residential burglary. Police Chief Don Hayes said on Saturday there were three crime scenes in all, burglaries in two different locations and the shooting along Century Drive near Duke Street. 48-year-old Adrian De Jesus Rivera Guzman and 24-year-old Juan Carlos Anaya Hernandez were killed. Police say they were not targets of the burglaries. This investigation is ongoing. Alexandria police would like to hear from anyone with information on this case. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Meantime, another shooting at the wharf over the weekend on Saturday in which an off-duty officer shot and killed a man pointing the gun leaves several questions this morning. We have the latest here at TOP on what D.C.'s police chief is saying about this investigation. After an off-duty officer shot and killed a man outside of a restaurant at the wharf on Saturday, D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti said they're working to gather all the information about exactly what happened. With respect to the exchange of gunfire, preliminarily, it does not appear that there was an exchange. The officer identified by officials to the Washington Post as Jason Bagshaw, a 20-year veteran of the D.C. police, was eating dinner nearby when he and another officer saw a man pointing a gun outside. Bagshaw responded and shot killed the man identified by police as 23-year-old Lazarus Wilson of Virginia. The gun was introduced into the scenarios and these officers went toward the danger. Bagshaw has been placed on administrative leave. Valerie Bonk to WTOP News. WTOP at 4.06. The part of the George Washington Parkway in Northern Virginia is about to get its first rehabilitation since it was built 60 years ago. And with those improvements will come a lot of road work. This seven-mile stretch of George Washington Parkway between Spout Run and the Beltway has always been a beautiful road through a national park, but it's showing its age. Certainly the sinkhole is an example. That sinkhole caused shutdowns and delays three years ago, says Parkway Superintendent Charles Cuvalier. New drainage systems, new asphalt, new guardrails, and brick walls will start going in this summer. We're definitely going to see some traffic pattern changes. One side of the parkway will be closed. The Park Service 
this will put three lanes in the current two-lane footprint to keep traffic moving in both directions. On the George Washington Parkway, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. But at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have a chance to dream. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. 